Welcome to Spotlight, the Allison H. Larson Show. If you're ready for inspiration and tips to improve your life, hear what some of the fascinating minds of today have to say. Our hope is that you'll live your passion and inspire the world. And now, here is your host, Allison H. Larson. Welcome. So glad to have you joining us today for the Allison H. Larson Show and Spotlight. I've got a couple of great guests that are going to be joining us live here in just a little bit. Um, getting the Facebook all set up here so we can go live on Facebook as well. And um, so thankful. A big shout out to the Voice America team who, of course, makes this all possible. Uh, so thank you, Voice America. Uh, today's show, we're going to be talking about caring for ourselves and loving ourselves. And this is a huge topic. It's something that people ask me about all the time. Uh, Allison, how can I love myself better? Um, how can I love myself more? And, and here's here's the reasoning behind that. Uh, you know, for those of you who are familiar with the Bible, I'm sure everybody's at least heard of it. There's a commandment in there that says, love thy neighbor as thyself. Well, how can we really love somebody else unless we love ourselves? How can we really accept somebody else non-judgmentally until we've accepted ourselves uh, non-judgmentally? So I've got two people joining me today um, who are going to be talking to us about caring for themselves. And we're going to hear on this first segment, I'm going to have them introduce themselves and tell a little bit about who they are in their journey. Uh, and then we're going to get some more advice from them uh, later on in the show. So I want to start out first by introducing uh, Brianne Rice. Brianne Rice has been on The Bachelor. She's been on Dr. Phil. She has an incredible story, uh, was a model who actually got a disease that, that she hid for years um, because she was ashamed of it. Brianne, are you there? All right, Brianne, can you hear me? Hello. Hello, hello. Are you there, Brian? Hi. I can I can hear I can hear somebody on the other line. We'll get we'll get this all square. Brian. Brianne, there you are. Hi, can you hear me? Yes, I can. Oh, great. Well, so glad to have you joining us on Spotlight today. Um, you have had quite an incredible journey uh, throughout your life, and I uh, told a little bit about it just now, about you being a model and discovering that you actually had a disease that affected your modeling career. Um, but I would love for, for people just to get to know you a little bit better before we go into that. Um, so something that I do on every one of my shows, for those of you who are listening, who have heard the show before, you know that I love to do this. I like to give my guests permission to brag a little bit. So I would love to give you that permission to brag about some of the things that you've been able to accomplish in your life. Yeah. Um, well, when I was a lot younger, I'm 33 now, um, I started off modeling and it was awesome. Got to wear a lot of cool outfits. And, uh, you know, during that time, I developed a small white patch underneath my left eye and it's and I began to lose the pigmentation on my face. Um, so I was totally devastated. And, um, you know, I gave up my modeling career and I covered that condition up with makeup for 10 years. I wouldn't go outside without makeup on. The only people that really knew about it were my parents. And I came clean about my condition. I, I just was like, you know what, in order to become the best version of myself and help inspire other women and others to love themselves despite their insecurities, I need to let this go. So I posted a photo with no makeup on Instagram 
um, in 2016 and it went viral. So I was doing interviews with, you know, Today Show, People Magazine, all of that, and uh, ended up filming a documentary show with Discovery Channel about it and going on the Dr. Phil show, the Hallmark Channel. And um, yeah, it's just been a crazy journey. <laughs> um, and yeah, I just, I, I love that I was able to help and, and still I'm helping so many women and men. Um, and, and previously before that, I was on The Bachelor. I just watched The Bachelorette last night, so it's fresh on my mind. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, but, you know, I, when I was on The Bachelor, I didn't, I didn't come forward about my condition. And I actually did my own hair and makeup. And oh, I was wow. really worried when I was on the show. I'm like, you know, how is this going to show up in HD and all of that? Um, and it wasn't until almost a year later that I came forward with my condition. So, yeah, I, I'm really proud of those things. Yeah, well, you know, you should be. And it's so inspirational. I was actually reading your press release on the way over. My daughter's with me on the way over to the radio station today. And we were watching your Dr. Phil interview of my daughter, 16. And, um, and it is really an inspiration because the whole theme of this show today is learning to love ourselves better. And you really had to do that. And I can only imagine... Um, you know, being blessed with beauty and and then feeling like that was being taken away from you. I mean, your whole career was based on how you looked and something mm-hmm. that was happening out of your control and learning to say, hey, you know what? I'm I'm beautiful just the way I am. So I'm I look forward to hearing more from you in just a little bit about how you were able to come to that conclusion, what you were able to do. I mean, I'm sure as women, we all have things that we're like, oh gosh, if I just were a little bit thinner, if I just a little bit taller, if I just looked this yeah. way, if I just didn't have that, then I would be beautiful. When this happens, then I'll be beautiful. But you learn mm-hmm. to say, this is happening, and I'm beautiful. So I look forward to hearing more from you in just a minute. Our other guest that we have joining us today, Vicki Hirschberger. And Vicki is doing some phenomenal work. Uh, she is is had an incredible experience in her life where she was actually a caregiver for her mother. And this was something that she did not expect to do. Uh, it's something that she was not prepared to do. And so many of us aren't. We find ourselves in these positions where we have to be caregivers to a spouse, um, a, a parent, even a child in some cases. And we sacrifice and sacrifice and sacrifice and we forget to take care of ourselves. So Vicki is changing the industry of caregiving, making sure that caregivers have a support system and have a way to take care of themselves, whether they're a parent taking care of a child, a child taking care of a parent, a spouse taking care of a husband or wife. So Vicki, are you are you there with us today? Can you hear me? Yes, I can hear you. Can you hear me? Yes, I can. Well, Vicki, welcome to the show. So glad to have you and Brianne on today. And um, although your journeys seem very different, they're actually very similar, and there's a reason why I'm having both of you on today. Uh, Vicki, you just heard me ask Brianne to brag a little bit about herself and some of her accomplishments. I would love to hear a little bit about your accomplishments and, and uh, the, the tragedy you were able to overcome in your life. Well, um... <laughs> so funny caregivers don't brag about themselves well you get to today you get to so, brand just did a great job you can try. do good too um, i think i think the thing that's amazing is i have been a caregiver to my mother who had a massive stroke at 71 um and my grandmother who is now 105 wow. for 18 years and in the time that my mother had the stroke i i left my 
my job because I thought, well, you know, she maybe has a couple of years left and I want to spend that time with her. And, um, yeah, and as it stretched into 18, I, I think I'm an amazing caregiver. Um, but along with that, I have, um, um, I, I, I work part-time at a hospital, a major medical center, and I developed a class called How to Beat Everyday Stress. They say because you teach what you need to learn. And um, I've taken that into um, corporations and nonprofits, and um, I'm now really tweaking it to deal specifically with caregivers because um, because we're under so much stress 24-7. Yeah. Well, that's so true, and congratulations on your accomplishments. I mean, caring for those you love, that's that's a huge task in life. And, um, and I know you almost lost your life doing that because you failed to care for yourself. Um, what ended up happening with that, Becky? Oh. Okay, that's <laughs> that's a pretty amazing story, um, Allison. I um, as I thought I was going to be taking care of my my mom for a couple of years, it stretched into fifteen, and I had a very dear friend named Hilda who would um, do healing touch sessions with me. And after every session, she would say to me, "Vicky, you are really sick. You need to just." take some time and go and take care of yourself. And I would always say to her, Hilda, I don't have the time and I don't have the money until I ended up in the hospital. And I remember being given an IV and everything went black. And in that blackness, I could feel the, the pressure and release of a blood pressure cuff. And I could smell the antiseptic smells of a hospital room. And, and, and I could hear the beep, beep, beep of monitors and I managed to open my eyes I realized I was in the intensive care unit wow but there sat Hilda and she was doing healing touch on me and I felt so much love but then I would just get pulled back into the darkness and in that darkness there was this beautiful white light and it was so peaceful and I kept being drawn toward it but then the beep 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 of the monitors would pull me back into the room and, and I'd open my eyes and Hilda would still be there and she brought her friend Carol and they were both doing healing touch on me and Allison there was just so much love in that room and for three days I would drift back and forth between the beep 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 and the love of the room and the darkness and the peacefulness of the light until finally on the third day the love of the room was stronger than the peacefulness of the light and I I was able to be strong enough to be transferred to transitional care unit wow. and when I was finally released from the hospital I I could barely walk up a flight of stairs and that's really when I began my personal my personal healing journey yeah and and during that, that I frequently thought you know why did God send these two angels to pull me back from the peacefulness of the light? And I realized it was because I'd been given a mission. And that mission is to help create tools for other caregivers who, who again, suffer 24-7 with feelings of overwhelm, 
so that they never have to go through what I went through. Wow, and that's an incredible... And so I'm writing a book called The Caregiver's Survival Manual. Caregiver's and Survival. And I've created a, a support group, and I've created classes at the hospital that I work at to help train caregivers. Now, that was really was, your low point, and you realized that you had an, a mission. Now, you're using your tragedy uh, to help other people take better care of themselves. And I want to come back to you in just a minute. Brianne, I want to, I want to come over to you. What was your, what was your low point? Um, you know, Vicki just described to us a, a moment that she had in this hospital where she was, you know, almost at, at death's doorstep and she realized, hey, there's a reason why I've been saved and I want to do something. What was that moment for you? What was your low point when you said, I just really feel like I need to come out with this. I can't hide this. And, and what's the, the name of the, is it Vit, Vitligo? Vitiligo. Vitiligo. Okay. Well, I try. I tried to learn that before I came here. Right? <laughs> I didn't okay. write it down. Vitiligo. Yeah. Okay. So, vitiligo. what was your what was your low point? You're modeling. You've been on The Bachelor. You're kind of known for being this beautiful woman, and you're hiding this um, these white spots on your face, and um, maybe even feeling like a fraud. What was your What was your low point? Your point when you said enough's enough. I've had it. Yeah. My low point really was. You know, after The Bachelor, when I kind of had that, it was around, you know, almost a year in between when I fell into The Bachelor and then the TV show with Discovery Channel. And in between that is when I I hit my low point and I'm like, I, I knew that God had called me to, you know, help other women. I always felt like that, but I was hiding this thing inside of me and it was so conflicting. It's almost like the very thing that we're struggling with is, how we're supposed to help people, <laughs> right? And I I knew that I had to let that go in order to move into, into that calling. And it was almost like, okay, I knew I was supposed to be in the media um, and this just happened, but I had to let that go in order to, to become the best version of myself. And after that, I was I was kind of down for a bit um, after we were filming The Bachelor and I it didn't, you know, end the way that I wanted it to. And I'm like, I know that there's so much more for me. And I was like looking in the mirror thinking, okay, am I good enough? You know, what's wrong with me? Do I need to change? And I just had to let it go. I... I had to change my mindset. I had to start looking in the mirror saying, you're beautiful. And I would even paste little notes on the mirror that would say affirmations. And until I began to believe it, I had to change my thoughts first and learn to love myself uniquely and individually and and gain that confidence with just being me. And when I posted that photo, it felt like a huge weight was lifted off of my shoulders and I, it was just uphill from that. I'm like, you, you know that you're doing the right thing when, when you're vulnerable and then it just, it has such a huge impact and you never know how powerful your story is. I had no idea that when I posted a photo that all of these things would come from it. And it just, it makes me really happy that I was finally able to let that go and, and, help so many people at the same time that are struggling with not only vitiligo, but whatever insecurity that they're having. And there's so much pressure to look a certain way. And we have all these apps 
to, you know, nip tuck here and there, mm-hmm. but realistically we're, we're all beautiful and beauty comes in many different shapes, sizes, colors of skin. Um, and really you're just meant to look like you. You're not meant to look like anyone else. So if we could all just love ourselves and not compare ourselves to anyone or an unrealistic standard of perfection, that's, that's, those are the things that get us into trouble, right? Not feeling good enough. Um, if we just loved ourselves and I think we'd be a lot happier. <laughs> well, I agree. And I'm, I'm looking forward to, after a break here that we're going to take in just a minute, um, I'm looking forward to hearing both from you and from Vicki on some tips of how to love yourself and how to care for yourself. You know, something um, that a lot of people don't know about me, you know, a lot of people would look at me and say, oh, you're beautiful, you're um, attractive woman. But for years, I couldn't look in the mirror closer than oh, like five feet. And I would cross my eyes every time I looked in the mirror, which kind of sounds funny, but I couldn't stand the sight of myself because every time I looked in the mirror, I would only see the things that were wrong with me. And I was holding myself to such a high standard of perfection that I would literally have anxiety or get sick when I looked in the mirror and I could not look up close in the mirror. Still today, I, you know, I struggle if I'm in the car or something, I have to pull down the visor and look in the natural light up close at myself, I think. Oh my gosh, I'm going to see everything that's wrong. But, but um, what I love about what you said again is that you really you posted those pictures for you. You posted those pictures because you wanted to, and then um, the what you the chain reaction from that was is that you were able to help so many people. So wonderful stories. I mean, Brianne, Vicky, both of you have incredible stories of your journey of learning to love yourself. When we come back, we're going to learn more and we're going to get some specific tips from both of these wonderful ladies on how to care for yourself. So during this break, get out your pen, get out your paper, get out your phone, whatever you want to take notes with. Uh, When we come back, we'll be getting some phenomenal advice. We'll be back right after this. Be sure to friend us on Facebook. You can do it right now. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for us at keyword Voice America. Listen for In the Limelight with Clarissa Burt, international media celebrity, supermodel, and renowned beauty and lifestyle expert, as well as founder and CEO of Envelop Her, multimedia platform for women and sought-after inspirational speaker on women's issues. You'll connect with Clarissa's super influencer, celebrity friends, and experts as they speak about health, wealth, beauty, lifestyle, business, the love of giving, and the love of living a model life. Tune in every Tuesday at 11 a.m. Pacific Time, 2 p.m. Eastern Time, on the Voice America Influencers Channel. It's time to unlock some of the best-kept secrets in health, wealth, and happiness. Are you ready to live your life to the fullest and hear insider tips from today's experts? Then tune in to The Forbes Factor with celebrity TV host and inspirational icon, Forbes Riley. She's a best-selling author and TV fitness expert, and you know her from QVC and HSN. Now she brings her expert advice and guests to the Voice America Influencers Channel. Tune in live every Wednesday at 12 noon Pacific Time and 3 p.m. Eastern Time for The Forbes Factor. We guarantee it will be the best hour of your week. Are you ready for provocative discussions with some of today's most powerful movers and shakers? 
Tune in to The Art of Significance, featuring Dan Clark, the modern-day Napoleon Hill, who interviews the wealthiest, most successful celebrities and business leaders on the planet who are using their influence to change the world. From authors to entertainers, sports figures, educators to military leaders, Dan covers multiple topics. Tune in every Monday at noon Pacific, 3 p.m. Eastern, on the Voice America Influencers Channel. Change starts here. Change starts now. Join us, the Voice America Influencers Channel. You're tuned in to Spotlight, the Allison H. Larson Show. To find out more about Allison and our program, please visit soulintuition.com. Again, that's soulintuition.com. Now back to Spotlight. Here is Allison H. Larson. Welcome back to Spotlight. A big shout out to all our uh, Facebook Live viewers. We've got Dee Dee just joining us. Uh, welcome, Dee Dee. Um, and, you know, of course, we've got two phenomenal guests on today. We've got Brianne and we've got Vicki. And so interesting. Brianne, you hung up for just a moment on break. And I want to bring this up because Vicki was mentioning on break. Do you know uh, Vicki has vitiligo as well? No way. <laughs> she was just yeah. saying. She I had no idea. Like not, <laughs> it's not severe, but when it very first started, I, I was. it's mainly around my chin and stuff, and it was just like, oh, not not this on top of everything else, right? <laughs> yeah. Wow. So yeah. it, anyway, just incredible for me. I know, you know, with me, I love to hear stories like that because when I'm putting these shows together and when I'm thinking about who to have on as guests, it, it just seems like things work out just right. And I know, Brianne, you were, um, you didn't even find out about this show until last minute. And just, it's just meant to be for you to both be on the show. So I'm so very thankful that both of you came on, that you were listening to, you know, however you want to say it, the universe, God, spirit, um, yeah. and that you were able to, to be here and sharing with our viewers. And when something like this happens, I really know that there's somebody out there that there's a very specific message that they need to get. And I love hearing those success stories of people that have listened to the show and said, listen, my life was absolutely changed. Thank you for bringing uh, to my awareness about this person or uh, thank you for allowing this person to share these certain tips with me. So getting to the tips, I really want to, and I've, I've got my pen and paper here too, because I want to write some of these down. I think that something that I've personally struggled with, and I'm sure a lot of people struggle with is how do you really love and care for yourself? I mean, um, I'm a woman, I'm a mother, I, I've, I've got all these, these a businesswoman, I've got all these things going on, and oftentimes I feel like I'm the last one that I take care of, and um, I often don't feel like I'm giving myself the love that I need. So I'd love to hear from each of you tips on how you were able to better care for and love yourself. So um, Brianne, let's start with you. What are some of your top tips? I know you mentioned um, posting things on your mirror. What would, what would your suggestion be to somebody who uh, is just trying to love themselves a little bit more? Yeah, well, I think everything stems from really what we think. And it all comes back to what thoughts or belief system do you have about yourself? Mm -hmm. And it could be good. It could be bad. It could be negative. It could be positive. So really, number one, figuring out what that belief system is. Okay, when you wake up in the morning, do you look in the mirror and say, I have Mount Rainier on my forehead, you know, <laughs> I have a zit? Yeah. <laughs> or do you love yourself? Do you look at what's wrong with you when you see yourself? Do you say, oh, my hips need to be slimmer? Uh, 
this and that? Or do you look in the mirror and say, I'm proud of you. You know, you have this radio interview today and you're going to do awesome. But really identifying those things. One wow, of the so, things so that hold really on. Sorry, I'm going re- to interrupt you for just a second here because so you woke up this morning and I just want to make this because this is this is still I, I've worked a lot and I have a lot of affirmations and things that I do. But this is something that's foreign to me. So you woke up in the morning this morning. You looked in the mirror. You said, Brianne, I'm proud of you. Um, go kill him on this radio show this morning or something like that. Is that right? Hell yeah, I did. That's cool. That's cool. Okay, so I like that. So you gave yourself a a pep talk. Love it. Okay, sorry. Keep going. I just want to make sure I understand these because these are things that I'm writing down as well. Yeah. Um, But the first thing was identifying what that belief system was. Mm -hmm. So I took a piece of paper and I wrote down and I I became more conscious and aware of what thoughts I was telling myself my belief system, essentially. So I wrote down, oh my gosh, like, why am I talking to myself like this? You know, when I would look in the mirror, I'd be like, oh, your skin, it's not perfect. You're not going to be successful. You can't model again. You can't be on TV. A man's not going to love you because you're not perfect and Mm -hmm. blah, blah, blah. I had to write down those, those things. So I literally had them on a piece of paper, like basically the thoughts that I was telling myself. And then on another piece of paper, I wrote, what thoughts do I want to believe? What is the belief system that I actually want? And so it would almost be the opposite of those thoughts. Like, okay, you're going to be on TV. A man is going to love you and think you're perfect just how you are. And then I threw away the other list and I focused on the new belief system. And it's yes, it's a, an exercise that you can do for yourself, but it helped me tremendously just to be self-aware and identify all of the things that I was telling myself. And when I began to say those things and believe them, that's really when the magic started to happen in my life. And I was able to let go of all of those things because I just saw them right in front of me. And that's really no way to live your life. I was so insecure in my 20s. It was ridiculous, really ridiculous. And you know, once I turned 30, it was kind of like, hey, and uh, got a little pep in my step. But, you know, I, I still have insecurities, but it's it's not like it was. It doesn't rule my life. Um, mm-hmm. So I think that's really important. And just loving yourself and being okay with being you. Uh, so it's important to identify your belief system. Yeah, so for those of us, those of you just joining us, um, we have Brianne Rice, and she was a model on The Bachelor. She uh, started suffering from something called vitiligo uh, when she was in her, I think, late teens, early 20s, um, right in the peak of her modeling career, ended up hiding it for years, and then said, hey, enough's enough. I'm coming out with this. I'm going to help women love themselves, has appeared on shows like Dr. Phil, um, and has is now working to inspire women and teaching them how to love themselves. And I love what you're saying about first we have to identify really what are the negative thoughts we're telling ourselves and I think so often we're telling ourselves these negative thoughts without even realizing that we're doing it it's just become so so part of us and part of our nature and so to first step back and say hey what are the negative things I'm telling myself and then what can I tell myself that's positive positive?" and then w- one more question for you Brianne before we uh, roll over to Vicki and that is yeah you wrote down these positive things you wrote down these things you wanted to have happen did those things start happening They did. It's crazy. And I'm a firm, I believe in the law of attraction too, and speaking things into existence. 
but it did. And I think that God places those desires in us for a reason. You know, you just kind of know, like, this mm-hmm. is where I'm supposed to be at. Maybe you know, don't know how you're going to get there, but the, all of the things that I wrote down, they happened. And, well, I'm still waiting on my Prince Charming, but, <laughs> uh, you know, all of the other things, they, they happened for me. And it's just seeing that on paper, and I love to journal, too, and date things, and you can kind of see, you get one little piece of the puzzle at a time, and then eventually you begin to see the big picture. So, like, that should be, you know, on a one of those... Uh, signs that you hang in your yes. house, that little statement I just made. That um, is really good. Yeah, you should write that down. The, the write bigger that down. picture, and it's just kind of, wow, is this real life? Pinch me. <laughs> well, thank you so much for sharing that. I think that your story and your journey is incredible. Um, Vicki, I want to ask you the same question, too. Uh, what are the tips that you would give for somebody? Your story obviously is different than than Brianne's. You found yourself near death after uh, being a caregiver and giving so much to both your mother and grandmother that you almost gave actually your life away. So you realized you had to love yourself more and take better care of yourself if you were going to care and to give love to the people around you. So what is the what are your tips that you would share with somebody who's needing to love themselves more, who's needing to care for themselves, who may feel like they're giving everything in service to everybody else and are just drained at the end of the day? How do you fill your own bucket? Well, you know, it's so funny how synchronistic everything is. Um, just three days ago, I was working on my book and I wrote a chapter called Never Enough. And in it, I, I just, you know, had an experience with my family that no matter what I was doing, it wasn't enough. It wasn't enough. And I was writing about that. And then the tools that I came up with were exactly what you were talking about, Brianne. Um, um, Louise Hay, she mm-hmm. talks about mirror work and standing in front of uh, a mirror and saying, I love you. And Marissa Peer, she wrote a book called Ultimate confidence and she says to write and take lipstick and write on your mirror I am enough oh and I just love that idea I'm enough I'm, I'm, enough. I'm writing that I'm down enough. lipstick I am enough on my mirror okay I I love that suggestion okay yeah. keep going and then Lisa Nichols says you know you should say I'm enough I've always been enough I will always be enough I am enough so to get really dramatic about it but what happened for me, um, so I, I just find it interesting. This was a chapter I wrote three days ago, right? And this is what you were talking about. Yeah. You know, is um, very synchronistic. But for me, what happened, again, Allison, with the Hospital Institute, um, in, Institute incident, I... Um, statistically, I, I was listening to this study about um, caregivers and that some of the key characteristics with them is that they're in a constant state of overwhelm. They feel mental exhaustion. They have a difficult time coping. Um, they go into a state of depersonalization where they become cynical and irritable, mm. and they simply don't feel fulfilled, and they start to have you know suicidal tendencies. And I, I recognize that I had so many of those characteristics going on, and and I had to do something. And so I designed this class called How to Beat Everyday Stress. And um, BEAT, an acronym, um, 
basically stress is is so pervasive in us that we we, can't, we you've got to break it down. So I started looking at in my body what what was happening in my body. Well, I wasn't exercising anymore because I had to take care of my family. So I started putting exercise back in. I started taking a yoga class. And my diet had become, you know, ice cream and chocolate chip cookies and any sugary thing that would give me pleasure. And I realized, you know, I'd gained a lot of weight. And so I started to get vegetables back into my diet. And I started to really uh, study nutrition and and what would make my body feel feel fulfilled, not uh, a little uh, treat that then made me crash even lower. And then environment, um, I, I had kind of become the clutter queen. I wasn't a hoarder, but I had so much paperwork for things that I had to do for my mom and hospital bills and, and stuff that I was just drowning in papers. So I started trying to work on cleaning up my environment, making it tidy, and it, there's such a different feeling in you when there's space. And you know where things are, and you're not in this constant state of where did I put that, and where did I put that, and I, I, I don't, I'm not organized. So then the A stands for attitude. <laughs> You've heard of the cup half full versus the cup half empty. Mm-hmm. I came from a family that didn't even say there was a cup, <laughs> and, and so I, you know, it's constantly in this kind of negative thing where everything was wrong and and all of that, and. There was an, uh, there's a man named Bill Maher. He wrote a, not Maher, Maher. Um, Bill Maher's a comedian. Bill Maher. He, he wrote a book, um, Ask the Right Questions. And what he says is that our, our mind's a computer. And so if you're always plugging in things like, oh, how did this happen to me? Why did this happen to me? Why did I get this burden of caring for my family? Why does nobody care, right? Mm-hmm your mind is going to keep going, oh, well, she thinks nobody cares. She thinks there's a problem. She thinks she's a victim, and it's going to keep searching out more victim situations for you. Yeah. So he says instead you have to plug in positive questions, and then the mind is going to search for those. And he, you know, he has a whole book of really cool questions you can so ask yourself. So give us an example. What's a, what's, the what most, he has like his top three, and it's how can I make this fun? What's great about this, and what do I have to be thankful for? Mm. And so I, I, you know, when something would hit me that I, it's like, oh, no, I can't this, believe this is happening again, it would be like, okay, it's happening, so how can I make this fun? And what's great about this? But my favorite is, what do I have to be thankful for? And every night when I go to bed, I just review everything that happened that day and pull out the things that I have to be grateful for. Mm-hmm. And by going to bed with that, and sometimes I'll, I'll even have a gratitude journal. Gratitude, gratitude journals are fantastic things. But if I don't have time to write it at night, at least that's how I go to sleep because that way my mind, as I'm going into sleep, which is a real programming place for us, it's programming the, the good things that happen to me. Yeah. And then the last one is T, which stands for our thoughts. And I work with guided imagery. 
Uh, meditation has been really important, and journal writing. Because a lot of times the mind will spin out, but if you sit down and just write, 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 write everything that is going on, the mind goes, oh, okay, well, now I've been heard. I can move on instead of obsessing about the same things over and over. Great point. Well, I love those tips. I wrote all of them down. That's a great acronym. Uh, well, something that really stood out to me, too, was when we aren't really loving and taking care of ourselves, we can become very selfish. So instead of getting that uh, affirmation, filling our cups from within, we tend to look outside of ourselves and we actually become very selfish and um, stop thinking about or looking for ways that we can serve others because we're we're just trying to save ourselves. We're, we're looking, we want so badly that affirmation and those uh, those things to fill us up. Uh, Brianne, do you have any uh, thoughts on what, what Vicki just said or anything you wanted to add to that? I totally agree. Um you know, decluttering your life. That's huge for me too. Girlfriend has a lot of clothes and shoes. <laughs> um, you know, decluttering your space. It, it just, it, it de-stresses you. You wake up, you feel happy. Um, gratitude mm-hmm. instead of focusing on, okay, what don't I like? What am I lacking? Focusing on what you have, right? Because gratitude always brings you more. Um, I, I mean, I love everything that you said. I'm like taking notes over here, girl. And yeah, it just, it makes such a big impact. And I know when I shift out of that space, it, I look at what's happened or what's transpired in that week or that month. And I'm like, oh, I've gotten a little off track and it takes practice. It's like training wheels for, for your mind essentially, mm-hmm. until you begin to make that an everyday habit and an everyday way of thinking. And once you focus on all of those things and adding positive affirmations and gratitude, you will watch your life shift. And I believe we give off kind of an energy to people that we meet and they see you and you're happy and they people want to be around happy people, right? So you just watch your life change before your eyes and mm-hmm. it's amazing. I agree. I agree. Now, when we come back from break, I'm going to ask you a question before break. But when we come back, I want to hear your answers to these questions. Uh, We're also going to find out a little bit more about how people can get a hold of you. I've got a couple of people already asking on the Facebook Live. How can we get a hold of them? How can how can I find out more about Vicky's classes? How can I get a hold of Brianne? Where do I find out more about what they're doing? So when we come back, we'll have that. But here's the question that I want to ask you before break. And when we come back, I would love your answer to this question. How were you able to turn your trial into, or how were you able to view your trial as a gift from God, and what are you doing uh, with with that gift now, and what's the advice you give to somebody else? So I guess it's a three-part question. How did your trial become a gift? How were you able to recognize that as a gift from God? What are you doing with it to help other people, and what is one piece of advice you've given to somebody else to help find the gifts in their life and make those trials Uh, turn those trials into huge blessings. Uh, We'll be back after break with more from Brianne and Vicki. Think you've seen everything there is to see in online television? Let us surprise you. Visit voiceamerica.tv today for sports, health, business, and more on demand 24-7. 
Sustainable success is just around the corner. If you are an entrepreneur, business leader, or anybody looking for their next level of success, tune into Sustainable Success with host Chris Salem. Did you know that the path to success is a long path that started many years ago? The path you started on then determines what is happening now. Chris and his amazing guests in their field will help you navigate the path to sustainable success every Thursday at 12 noon Eastern Time and 9 a.m. Pacific on the Voice America Influencers Channel. You have a message. You want to share that message. You want it to be social, to go viral, and spread across the planet. But how do you get started? Tune into Amplify, featuring host Ken Roshan. This show is here to help you take that message and channel it through the most effective marketing techniques to not only be successful, but have a positive impact on the world. Tune in live Monday at 8 a.m. Pacific Time and 11 a.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Influencers Channel and get Amplified. If you want to join the ranks of the influencers, you've got to think like an influencer. How about joining one of the top influencers in the world, Leonard Kim, for Grow Your Influence Tree. Leonard and his guests discuss the topics that aspiring influencers need to know, from brand building to getting yourself published and growing your audience. There's a bunch of fun and even some twists involved to keep you on your toes. You just have to listen every Thursday at 1 p.m. Pacific Time, 4 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America Influencers Channel. This is the Voice America Influencers Channel. Be inspired. You're tuned in to Spotlight, the Allison H. Larson Show. To find out more about Allison and our program, please visit soulintuition.com. Again, that's soulintuition.com. Now back to Spotlight. Here is Allison H. Larson. Hello, welcome back to Spotlight. I'm so blessed to have two phenomenal guests with me today. Uh, Brianne Rice, who was a model, appeared on The Bachelor, um, and right at the peak of her career, she got something called Vitligo, which are these white spots on her face, and she hid it for a while and then decided to come out and say, you know what, I'm beautiful no matter what, and is now helping to inspire women all over the the world find their beauty and feel beautiful with who they are right now. And then Vicky, who I we found out during this show, actually also suffers from vitligo. And um, Vicky, you're on this show because you of your phenomenal experience with helping people learning to love themselves that are caregivers in one way, shape, or form. So good show all about learning to love yourself. Um, before break, I asked a question. How were you able to first identify that your trial was a gift from God? What are you doing with that gift? And what would you say to somebody who's maybe experiencing a trial right now? It just seems like the worst thing in the world or something that's really hard to go through. How can they find the gift in that? Brianne, let's start with you. How can they find the gift out of out of the hardship? Yeah. Um, realistically, I think everyone goes through trials, right? You can't look at one person and they say, you know what? My life's been perfect. I've never had a hardship. Uh, it's always been perfect, right? Right. Um, I think that stress also is how we deal with it, our mindset, and what we accept. And not letting our mind, uh, although we go through trial and tribulation, not lose faith and not keep focusing on the gratitude and the positivity. Okay, I'm going to make it through this. But for me, I had to accept, you know, the gifts that God's given me and accept hey, I have this autoimmune condition. This is what I've been dealing with. 
to be real with people, be vulnerable and say, I'm struggling with this. This is how I came out of it. You can too. If I went through it, you can get through it, right? Um, and just be be real with yourself. Uh, don't let a condition define you. Don't let your circumstance define you. It will get better when you have a difficulty or a circumstance. You know, it, it's terrible at the time, right? We all go through these seasons or losses, but it will get better. You will come out of it, and it's how you deal with it. And what you learn, the lessons that you learn from that, use that to help other people because I guarantee that there's someone out there somewhere who by sharing your story, by being vulnerable, it will inspire them because maybe they're in the middle of it and they don't see a way out. They don't see a hope. So just allowing to be vulnerable and share that part of your story, I think, is really using your gift. Um because you just never know how powerful your story is. When was that moment for you when you realized that your trial was a gift? Did you have a defining moment, maybe somebody that came to you and said, hey, by you sharing your story, it changed my life? Or maybe it was that moment you could look in the mirror and finally love yourself despite everything. When was, when was that defining moment for you? When I, when I finally came to love myself, um, it was really... After I posted that picture on Instagram, I was finally saying, I'm done with this. I'm done hiding behind makeup. I'm done really not liking myself. I want to wake up every day and actually love myself. And I, that was my defining moment. When you put something out on the internet too, you know, it's, it's out there forever. You can't really take it back. Yeah. <laughs> so when I posted that, it was, hey, I don't know where this is going to go. I'm releasing this part of my life. I'm giving it up. I'm being vulnerable. I'm being real. And that, for me, was just the very beginning of of that defining moment. And then getting booked on all the shows, filming the documentary with Discovery Channel. And it was like, whoa, okay, we're done. We're good to go. Wow. That's incredible. Vicki, when was that moment for you and what would be your piece of advice that you would give somebody who's trying to realize that their trial might be actually be a gift? Well, you know, it, it's, it's very interesting, speaking of synchronicities, um, after I went through the, my healing um, and when I got out of the hospital, I, I actually went, I had to leave for a month, and I went to a retreat center. Uh, but I just focused on me because I, I was so sick, I couldn't do anything else. I was a caregiver who needed a caregiver. Mm-hmm. Um, and in that time, I had a lot of time to contemplate what, how I had destroyed my life, my health, everything. And that... Um, but I, I, only I could turn it around. And so as I started to get healthier, um, ironically, we have a, the hospital I work at, we have a caregiver support group, and the woman who had run it for years um, went out on medical leave, and they just asked me to take it over for a month till she came back. And anyways, long story short, she 
she wasn't able to come back, and I took over the group, and, and they asked me to go in and evaluate if we should continue to, to have it because the attendance was really low. And within two weeks, I realized it was one of the most valuable things that we had to offer. And I started working on building the group, um, putting in classes for caregivers, and, and just really um, finding ways to support them. Mm-hmm. And I, I've had several people, you know, just, just in, the, in the group where I, I point out that a caregiver has the right to take care of themselves mm-hmm. because they don't believe that. They're totally focused on the person they're caring for because they're so much sicker. Mm-hmm. And I've had so many people come and say, you know, you made me realize that I have rights too, that I need to take care of myself. Um, and it's just been really rewarding to be able to open people's eyes. Um, I mean, particularly caregivers, because we are so into that self-sacrificing mode. Um, now, Vicki, here, here's a question for you. I had someone ask me on Facebook Live, uh, how can somebody join your class that you're teaching? How can somebody uh, get a hold of you and work with you? Um, well, I can give you my email address. Um, it's Vicki Direct. It's my name, V-I-C-K-I-E, D-I. R-E-C-T at gmail.com. So Vicki Direct at gmail.com. If what Vicki has said uh, today has struck a chord with you, maybe you're a caregiver, you know somebody who's caregiving for somebody, and you've seen their health decline, you see that they really need to, to learn how to take care of themselves, uh, Vicki is your go-to gal. Definitely get a hold of her and give that person that you know, give yourself the gift of love. Learn how to love yourself more. And Vicki, some of my, my main takeaways, the golden nuggets from you, um, probably the biggest one for me is just that, that feeling of I am enough. And I love your suggestion in that book where you said, you know, write on your mirror with lipstick, I am enough. Whether you're a caregiver or not, I am enough. That's one of the, the best ways that we can learn uh, to love ourselves. And then, of course, live in gratitude. Brianne, I've had a lot of people ask me as well. I've been getting texts also on Facebook, um, how people can find out more about you and your story and how they can get a hold of you. Yeah, you can visit my website. It's com. Uh, you can also find me on Instagram at Brianne Wright. Uh, and there's links to my website on there as well. I'm on Twitter. I'm on Facebook. So really, you can look me up any of those ways. So Brianne's Holistic Health. Okay. Well, make sure if what Brianne has said has struck a chord with you about loving yourself, about figuring out what your negative belief system is and turning that into a positive belief system to be able to look in the mirror and really love yourself. If you're struggling with that, make sure and get a hold of Brianne. And I wanted to give each of you a, a, a chance to give your final thoughts. If there's one thing that you want our viewers to leave with today from uh, this show and from what you were able to talk about, Brianne, what would it be? Brianne, are you there? Yes, you cut out for just a moment. That's okay. What what are your final thoughts, the one thing you want to leave people with today? What I would leave your audience with is really identify the thoughts, 
the belief system that you're telling yourself and identify the belief system that you want. That's really what helped me the most. And write down what you love about yourself. And not in the, oh, I'm, I'm a narcissist type of way, right? But really, what are your strengths? I love people easily. I like to take care of people. I'm encouraging. Write down those things and write down, I have beautiful hair. I love my skin. You know, write down those things about yourself and begin to embrace your uniqueness and, and just be you. I love it. Thank you so much. Brianne's holistichealth.com. Make sure and check her out. Vicki, what are your final thoughts? What would you leave our audience with today? Well, again, I think, um, as you had said, the, the mirror work is, is really, really powerful to be able to stand in front of the mirror and say, I'm enough. I've always been enough. I always will be enough. I love myself. Um, I think that that's really hard for us sometimes. But I think the main takeaway is for, um, particularly for caregivers, uh, because we are so focused on other people, but I think it's true for everybody, but just to, to learn that taking care of myself is as important as taking care of my loved one. Wow. I love that. And that's uh, vickydirect at gmail.com is how people can get a hold of you. Is that correct? Correct. Good. All right. Well, here's here's my final thought or my final word. We've had two brilliant guests on today, uh, Brianne Rice and Vicki Hirschberger, uh, both of who struggle with Vitligo, uh, both of who have gone through crazy experiences in their life that have allowed them to now learn to love themselves more and are teaching other people how to do that. My, my main main thing and my encouragement to everybody listening is to think of love as a verb. I mean, it's something we actively need to do. What are you actively doing each day to love yourself? What are you giving to yourself, whether it be words of encouragement like Brianne talked about, whether it be exercise and eating better. I mean, Vicki brought up those points. Sometimes it's the simplest things that we fail to do. But what are your action steps and the difference between a good radio show and a great radio show, the difference between a good radio show and a life-changing radio show, a good guest and a life-changing guest come down to one word, and that is action, and, and that is up to you. So what are you going to do? What did you learn from the show today? What is the one thing that you're going to implement so that you can actively love yourself more and uh, live the life that you were meant to live. I'm Allison H. Larson. Thanks again so much to our guests, Brianne Rice and Vicki Hirschberger, for joining us today, for teaching us about how to love ourselves a little bit more, and uh, signing off until next week when we'll have more guests that have worked to transform their lives and are now working to transform the lives of other people. I'm Allison H. Larson, and you've been listening to Spotlight. Thank you for making us a part of your week. Spotlight, the Allison H. Larson Show, can be heard live every Tuesday at 1 p.m. Eastern Time and 10 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Influencers Channel. Now, go make a difference and be sure to tune in again for the next show.
Do you need a car? Been shopping only to be turned down because of bad credit, low credit, no credit, bankruptcy, or divorce? Guess what? Today's your lucky day. Because now you can buy a car, truck, or SUV, just about any vehicle. It's true. Bad credit doesn't matter. No credit doesn't matter. Bankruptcy or divorce, it just doesn't matter. As a matter of fact, your job is your ticket to your new vehicle. We're Auto Credit Express, and we've helped thousands of people just like you. Antonio H. told us, great company, got me connected, and the day I went in, I drove off in the car I wanted. 100% worth your time. Need a car? Get started now and drive off as early as today. Just go to 16ignoremyscore.com right now.